Welcome to the Easy Loss Weight Loss Show. Sue and James have helped thousands to lose weight and make massive improvements in their lives with the Easy Loss Weight Loss Program, both in person and with their range of best-selling apps. So here's your host, Sue Peckham. Hello everyone and welcome back to another Easy Loss Podcast. And just want to say thank you so much for all the support that we've had and all the feedback that we've had, how much you're enjoying the podcast. I know I say that every time, but we really do appreciate it. Unfortunately, James isn't with me today because he's had to um, shoot off to Liverpool. But I do have a very special guest with me. And I know some of you will have um, seen this lady on the television. Today, I've got with me Amanda Byram. Hi, Amanda. Hello. I'll make up for him not being here, shall I? <laughs> we'll make enough noise for him <laughs> exactly, as well. Exactly. The yeah. girlies together. Absolutely. It's so good of you to come in and, and chat with us. And I've heard so much about you. And it's been you know, a, a bit of a juggling act to actually meet up and get together. But I'm but, here. We finally here made today. it. And it's all for a great cause. I listen to your podcast. I think they're fantastic. Oh, and thank you. You put out such a good word. So, yeah, I'm, I'm flattered you asked me. Thank oh, thank you. you so much. That's really, really kind. It's, it's great, you know, when we can actually reach so many people with the podcast. You might not necessarily have heard about ours or our programme. And, you know, the people that we can actually get to talk to. Exactly. That can give something advice or you know just something that might just click with our listeners to help them to be healthier to be fitter and I know you do an awful lot along those lines and I'd be really interested to know what got you started in your interest in health and fitness yeah and and before I I go there you're absolutely right I think you know being able to spread the word and being able to talk to other women and of course men um, who are going through tough times with with their weight and with their physicality and with their mindset about their weight um, for me it was quite cathartic because I had such a huge journey to health that took me pretty much from my late teens Um, so yeah in fact just the the getting out of that word for me was what created Byron Bod. Um, And so Byron Bod was basically a Twitter name that I created because I had Amanda Byron, which was my original Twitter page. And when I started to get really into health and fitness, I started to tweet to my fans on Amanda Byram and they were like, well, what about the big red balls or what about the sucker punch? Because I host a TV show called Total Wipeout. So do you get to meet Richard Hammond and how tall is he? And so these questions Actually, just weren't were cutting coming, him. I did, wanna, did you get to meet, meet Richard Hammond? <laughs> I did. I mean, we, we obviously we worked together. I was always in Buenos Aires filming and he was always in the UK in, in a sound studio with a green screen. Um, but he's lovely. He's wonderful. We got on really, really well. Um, so yes, is so the answer I interrupted to that. You <laughs> Not at all. No, we have to get it out of the way. (laughs) So, yes, I I created this other Twitter page called Byron Bod and I just found that it it snowballed, it escalated the amount of people who were interested in the health and fitness area. So that's when I started to become really passionate about it about two years ago. And my journey to health started, I suppose, my journey to unhealth started when I was about 17. I was a model. And I just wanted to be skinny no matter what. I thought being skinny was going to be the equivalent to being the happiest I could ever be. I spent most of my 20s and most of my 30s, in fact, pretty much all of my 20s and most of my 30s, beating myself up about not being thin enough 
uh, never thinking that I was good enough or thin enough. Was even that when, part of the industry that you were in? Or um, would that, do you think that would have happened I anyway? think it probably would have happened anyway. It's a really good question. I, my older sister, Natasha, um, she's two and a half years older, and we're, we're very, very similar, and we both started modelling at the same time. And it just so happened that she was taller. My sister is very beautiful. She was much better at academically than I was. She was, um, you know, she always got the castings that we would go for the modelling job. So I think if I were to take it back, and go down the, the psychiatrist route, there would have been a little part of me that would have felt like it was my only form of control. It was how I looked, was how I could be perceived. And of course, being a model, you know, you have to be a certain size. And then, of course, getting into television you have to be aware of how you look because you're on screen all the time. So I'm sure that subconsciously, somewhere along the line, all of these things came together mm. and really did mm. a lot of damage. Um, so I started dieting when I was 17. I started, I'm not sure if we're allowed to say the name of particular brands, but let's say Probably it was a best. slimming shake. Yeah. Um, and at the time, so I'm 42 now, so do the math, that when I was 17, it was pretty, pretty popular. So I had three of these shakes a day and bag of popcorn for one year that's all I had um, for a whole for year, a whole year. oh yeah no pretty much Gosh. I would do this thing where I would come home from school or college and I would put you know butter on a knife and I would put the kind of I'd get the bottom of the toaster and I'd sprinkle on the crisp the crust and I would mm. leave it on a plate so my parents would think I'd eaten something mm. um now it's so funny I we're talking eating disorder here aren't uh, we? yeah you know I for years I didn't really believe it was I was I think I boarded on eating just again you know what the uh, I suppose if you really look at it yes I did I was never fully anorexic I was never fully bulimic I was never you know I tried dabbled with everything mm. um at the time I knew I was painfully unhappy but I masked it all the time because my life was great you know I was modeling I had great friends um, I you know started meeting boyfriends it was all really great but at the back of my head all I ever really thought about was my next meal and how I was going to either avoid it or how I was going to make it a slimming meal right. and that started in my late teens um, so I was so unhealthy and, and that unfortunately I took it with me through my 20s I took it with me through my TV years I started smoking Smoking and, and drinking and all of that kind of stuff that comes with being in your early 20s. Okay. And I think what I did, if I could, if I could give you a, a synopsis of what I did, it would have been that I beat myself up consistently, uh, not physically, but mentally, for never being good enough or thin enough. I would uh, binge drink, so I would be really, really, really good, and then I would have like two or three bottles of wine on a weekend. Right. I would uh, excess with the caffeine, so I would be exhausted, obviously, because I was over-exercising. I was doing right. like two hours, maybe three three hours of exercise a day and not enough wow. food. Um, so then I was having caffeine to wake me up and then I was, you know, just like would get this spike and crash. I was having so much low fat food because I thought low fat was the way forward, sugar free, um, fat free, all of this kind of stuff. You just assume when you're slimming that these are the things that work. And as and you for, know, for well, many years we were taught that while yeah, we was jumped into us, you know, fat was the enemy. Of course it was, you know, and carbs were the, I did Atkins mm. for three years the protein phase only so I had nothing but sliced meats and chicken and meat and any eggs and anything that mm. looked like a piece of protein for three years straight I mean and these we're talking in my late 20s I'm talking mm. like when I was old enough to know better yeah. um, and then obviously I, I kind of so I've done everything I've done grapefruit I've done egg and tomato I've done the the um, cayenne pepper uh, everything you can possibly imagine and we'll get to this but it was 
it is this unfortunate part of society that show tries to, to drone into us that A, being slim is good, and B, that quick fixes are the key. They are not the key at all. They are so beyond not the key that they are the opposite. They're in fact, and I found in my circumstance, they are what led to weight gain in the end. In the end yeah. um, because obviously what happens is, and, and, and from my perspective, I can say this hand on heart, this is exactly what happened. My metabolism was completely screwed up because I would go eat normal for a bit and then I would gain a bit of weight so in order to get rid of the bit of weight I would go back to fasting or juicing or whatever it was. that is the real problem for people who follow these external control, any, any external control and I'm talking about anyone that tells you what to eat, when to eat it, how much of it to eat. That's external control, exactly. it's a diet. You have and to be your own nutritionist. to the real obesity problem that we have today isn't absolutely it? and so what i found was that my metabolism was so messed up and this is into my late 30s that's only recently that i i've i've turned it around and that's mm. when byron bod started so i could help other women was that because my body wasn't used to having the fats wasn't used to having the carbs wasn't used to having proper beautiful gorgeous food and nutrition mm. that when i did eat those foods my body would go up She's eating this, but it's not going to last. So we might as well cling on to this for dear life and then store it as fat because that will turn into energy for when she goes on goes one on of her skinny dice. binges. It all relates back to the caveman days. Absolutely. Doesn't it? You know, we had winter and we exactly. had to store everything because there was no food in winter. So that's it. It's annoying that yes. our bodies still do that, yeah. but it's necessary just in case. But you know, if we, we if we start now. exactly, if we started out in our teens being taught how to eat properly and being mm. taught that diets are a ruination of our metabolism and they are going to destroy you mentally and physically. If we could only, and I've got friends who were who ate perfectly normally from their teens and they are slim. And they've never been on a diet in their life. So for me, the word diet, I would love to just rip it up and throw it down yeah. the toilet. Lifestyle is And key. it's interesting you say that because I know we were chatting before we, we started recording mm. today and saying about, you know, adopting the habits of slim people. And if you actually watch a slim person, they don't have a trolley full of diet products. They don't have a trolley, a shopping trolley full of uh, low fat products. They have healthy food. Exactly. They don't eat mountains and mountains of unhealthy food. Yeah. They stop when they're no longer hungry. So it makes sense to actually follow what they're exactly. doing because it's only if you're overweight you're following a diet. So stop doing Absolutely. what the overweight people are doing exactly. and copy the slim people. I know. And it, it really is about trying to get over that little hump because, like I say, for 20 more years, I would, in my head, go... Okay, I get that that's what you're supposed to do. And I'm sure there are people listening mm. now that totally can absolutely relate to this and go, yeah, I get that. But what happens when I try to eat normally and I get fat? Because I don't have the patience and I'm going on a holiday in three weeks and I, I have to do this quick yeah. fix. And, and so then you go to trust this. themselves. Exactly. Either. And it's all about giving your body a break, allowing yourself to go through that process. It's hard. It'll take a couple of months, but your body eventually teeters out and it absolutely it listens to you. I mean, food is fuel. You would not Absolutely. drive a car with no petrol. So if you put burgers and chips and chocolate and sugar in, it's going to rust your engine and it's going to suck the petrol and you're probably going to break down and your body, the body of the car is going to rust and die or get a disease or something. Mm -hmm. um, and so if you just switch out the fuel for pure fuel petrol, which is as in good foods, which is organic. 
again, we have to come back to the organic thing because okay. it bugs me. Um, <laughs> you know, it will drive and run forever easily. Organic food. Why do they label it organic? Because it's just food. For me, the things that should be labeled are processed foods, things with trans fats, things with sugar. They should mm -hmm. be in the supermarkets under one big shiny label going, poison, <laughs> poison, <laughs> processed foods, don't go there. Natural organic food is just, you know, things that come from the earth. It's eggs, it's lentils, it's pulses, it's chicken, it's lamb, it's fish, it's um, vegetables. Clean, normal food. I, I don't get it, you know. And it, when you start to really um, look after yourself rather than eat what you're told, when you start to really tune into your body, it's amazing how you are drawn to, to those, those type foods. Of foods. It really is. People always say to me now, so um, so what are you, like, do you have any pig out days? And I go, well, yeah, of course I do. But weirdly, I crave things like bowls of brown mm -hmm. rice and sushi or cacao nibs with goji berries. I just, I genuinely don't crave it anymore. I quit alcohol about two years ago as well. I drink very rarely now. You know, right. I know, I think a huge part of, of success in dieting, I hate the word, but you know mm. what I mean, um, is, is A, balance and B, not denying yourself Absolutely. anything. Not saying you can never have that again. So when I gave up alcohol, I didn't say I'm never drinking again. I said, I'm probably just going to drink Sure. If and when the occasion comes. So very rarely when I do drink, I used to get the hangovers were crazy. I would crave burgers and chips and chocolate and the rest right. of it. And I would eat them all yeah, day long. Yeah. Now, I am not kidding. It's uh, toasted rye with avocado and smoked salmon. Like more of it. Yeah. I'll have loads of it. But my body craves the yummy stuff. It's pr it's amazing. The, that, the stuff that's really good for you, yeah. that's fueling your body properly. It, it's interesting that you should say that because our Easy Loss program is all about not denying yourself anything. It's taken away that forbidden food. It's taken away the excluded food. And what we do say is that you can have anything you want, mm. but you have to really use the word want correctly. Yeah. Do you want that food that's going to clog up your system, that's going to make you feel sluggish? I don't think there's many people that would say, yeah, yeah I actually yeah, want that. you're so right. And once you actually change the way you talk to yourself, your inner self-talk, you say, I don't actually want that. And then you've given yourself back the choice. Given the choice, exactly. you wouldn't choose it. You wouldn't, I know. You wouldn't choose to do that to yourself. Absolutely. And it's really empowering, just that simple change in the language, the difference that makes to people, that they start to feel, even people with eating disorders mm -hmm. are coming back to us now and saying, I've cured myself from my eating disorder by constantly asking myself those questions. Absolutely. And, it, and constantly is a good word because it is a constant battle for some people. And you know what? We're on this life for a good time, not a long time. Mm. So, but, you know... It, I like that. Yeah. And, and, and time, not a long it's time. true. But we, we also, you know, every day that we're on earth... You can't be complacent about it. You don't want to overthink it, but you also do have to try. I mean, if you have patterns in the past like I've had, mm -hmm. I have to think about it still on a daily basis. What is a good um, a good choice for me? And some people say, oh, for God's sake, would you just live your life? And I say, but I am. I really am. And for me, being turning 42 this year and, and where it all turned around for me is I want to go into my 40s, my 50s, my 60s, my 70s, my 80s and my 90s as a healthy young woman because you can. And especially at my age, your bones start to lose density and fertility starts to become an issue 
if you're eating the wrong foods. Absolutely. I haven't had children yet, but you know, I've had everything checked and everything is doing well. And I can safely say it's probably down to the fact that I've really looked after myself. I had tests done in my 30s and the tests that I had done in my 30s fertility and the tests that I had done after I got healthy were vastly different really for the better so it just goes that to show you just because you're getting older it? does not it, yeah absolutely it's about it's got to come down to looking after yourself absolutely and a lot of that is related to our self-esteem we've got to believe that we're worth it absolutely and a lot of people that's the challenge for them is that they don't actually for all sorts of reasons mm-hmm. but they don't deep down believe that they're worth it so they self-harm if you like you're so right you're so right and I actually my word of of the day I suppose is is self-flagellation you know that kind of invisible whip that you smack yourself on 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 your back constantly I used to do it so constantly as women um, I'm not excluding men from this but obviously because I'm a woman I can Mm. uh, you Mm -hmm. know associate with that much better Um, as women I think because we are mothers we are wives um, we are also career women and we try to juggle all of it and we just we beat ourselves up or we self-flagellate on a daily basis because we can't do it all and we end up the the end result of that is we don't love ourselves for it and you know we just need to be kinder to ourselves we need to give ourselves a bloody break and we need to start looking for opportunities to praise ourselves rather than every opportunity we can find to beat ourselves up totally i mean i've i i used to see this wonderful nlp therapist um and axelina and she told me this fantastic little trick uh look in yourself in the mirror and just say i love you and i was like yeah right so you would look in the mirror and say i love you and you'd repeat it and stare at yourself like actually look at yourself and it feels really weird but it really works because you're looking at yourself and you're looking at that inner child and you're looking at the person that you you are a physical being. And you're like, oh, I actually do love you. You're pretty cool. Absolutely. And you get to that stage. So you're right. And and like you say, it all comes back to food because we it's the one thing we can really control. We can't control a lot. We can't control taxes. Absolutely. We can't control death. We can't control a lot of things in this life. But we can control what we put into our body. And I think that women unfortunately see that as a tool to beat themselves yeah. up or to deny themselves because they think well I'm not worth it so why yeah. why should I give that to myself and of course the other um, side of the coin is we've all been on I know we were talking about the no- number of diets that we've done over the oh years my gosh. that we're actually it's ingrained in us to believe that certain foods are treats totally. certain foods are um, to be saved up yeah. to, to enjoy and Nothing could be further from the truth. Exactly. You know, you do, don't save up more poison to overdose <laughs> it all in one go. Exactly. Don't do that to yourself. Oh, you're so right. I know. And and again, it's about alternatives, isn't it? Because there are so many alternatives. We are so lucky that we're living mm. in the age that we're living in now that all these healthy cafes are popping up and there's places like Whole Foods and Planet Organic. And, and other get, cafes and restaurants are available. Oh, so many, but that is, they, they genuinely are. I mean, yeah. they're just two that come to mind because they're right beside my house. Um, oh, but they're lucky every, you. I'm very lucky, but they're everywhere. And so you can get chia pods and you can, I make my own sugar-free chocolate, which is amazing well, i made my own sugar i was reading in some notes that you kindly sent over beforehand and you said you make your own almond milk i do oh how Sue. do you do that oh i've so it got to do that is 
quite literally the easiest thing you will ever do in your life. So if you have a high speed blender, you won't need um, either a piece of uh, cheesecloth or linen or you can buy nut bags for 50p in the shops. Um, But if you have a, a but if you don't have a high speed blender, which most a lot of people might not have, you have a cup of almonds or a cup of cashew nuts or a cup of pumpkin seed is great. Sunflower is great. Literally any nut. Right. You put that in the blender with two cups of water. Right. And you blend it. Just whiz it up. That is it. So if you have a high speed blender like do, the the, yeah. the really really good ones, yeah. the you one probably Rick uses. Is it a, <laughs> does it begin with a B or an N? An N. Yes, that's really good. You might get a few of the little nuts in the end, and if that's the case, you just get the cheesecloth and you drain it through. Okay. So the nuts. But that is it. That's how easy it is, and it lasts you know what? for I about a week. I had visions of having to milk almonds. No. And how do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be some real... Oh, it um, is honestly the easiest thing ever. So you just whiz it up ever. and you yeah, use it as you it, would use milk? As you would use milk. And if it's a bit bland for some people, um, you can put a dash of agave in there. You can actually put some vanilla pod in there um, and whisk that up. You can put um, some cacao powder in there. Um, so you can make it in you know, a little bit. A pinch of Himalayan salt is just amazing. Oh, that's, yeah. that's brilliant. Yeah. I'm sure loads of our listeners will be out there whizzing, it's easy peasy. Up, whizzing up almonds. So your, your philosophy about food now, it's changed. My philosophy has changed so much. Um, when I look back, I cringe on my past philosophy of food and low fats and sugar freeze and all of that kind of stuff. My philosophy about food now is first and foremost, diets don't work. They absolutely don't. I've tried, I've tested, as have you. They just don't work. Um, So it is about finding a way to live that you can eat on a daily basis that you don't have to think about it. And that is by eating pure natural foods. And it really is. And enjoying them. Um, You know, seeing this food, as a girlfriend of mine said to me once when I was in kind of like a bad phase, she said, oh, I just feel so sorry for you because you're just not enjoying all these gorgeous foods to fuel your body and it struck a chord with me and now I can safely say that when I eat things I can genuinely feel them going going down into my stomach and going "Ooh, that's nice and now that's... a lot of our people who are on our Facebook support group for our easy loss program that's one of the things that they say so often is that they notice how different they feel now really when they've had a while of being on the Easy Loss program, they've been following the guidelines really carefully. Mm. So they start to feel better. And then the minute they go back and think, oh, I'd, I'd like some kind of fast food. Yeah. So they go to the fast food restaurant. You feel really rubbish. would like that. And they feel yeah. sluggish. They feel lethargic. Yeah. So it'll be a long time before I do that to myself exactly. again. Exactly. And I think it's about that. It's about educating yourself and, and allowing yourself to go through that process of elimination and going, yeah. you know what? Uh, the human body is very intelligent. It knows. It's it's clever. If you think back to like we were talking about cavemen, when none of this stuff was available and no. only the good foods were available, if you th- people say to me, oh, but why give yourself a break and enjoy this, enjoy that? And you think, but what I'm doing is actually what we were born yeah. to do and created to do. I, ha- I eat the most delicious foods, trust me, because I'm a foodie. Mm. So, you know, I'll create gorgeous stir fries with quinoas and brown rice. I think rices. it gives you more choice. Of course it does. It really does. I mean, if you just 
see beside each other this delicious stir fry with now zucchini courgette um, pasta and you know even brown pasta or brown rice and quinoa and chopped herbs and ginger and chili and scallops and vegetables and you know all of this lovely stuff and then you put beside it a ready meal it just you just looks, stop in your tracks, it looks don't beige, you? Don't it looks, but it just <laughs> looks watery and cheesy and nasty and full of trans fats and stuff that will eventually build up in our system as toxic and cause disease. Absolutely. I mean, I've travelled a lot recently to Asia. We've spent a couple of weeks in Vietnam and Thailand, and okay. we had some um, some cooking lessons at the hotel, and every single ingredient was just so basic and so pure and so delicious that you realise that actually in these countries they can't afford to buy all the rubbish we put into our food. So they have no choice but to use stuff from the land. And the taste is a million times better. If you've ever had a good Vietnamese or a good Thai meal, you know that you're eating yeah. the right food. I haven't been fortunate enough to go to Vietnam, but I do know what you're saying it's about delish. Thailand. Yeah. We, we used to travel quite a lot backwards and forwards to Thailand at one time, and, and the food amazing. is amazing. Yeah, yeah. And really, just natural. really lovely. And I'm interested as well to see what you say about fruit. Yes. I, um, of course, when I was doing my crazy diets, I eliminated fruit completely. Um, and then I think what I did was I built up an intolerance to the excess sugar. Um, right. Even though it's natural sugar, it was still, um, you know, sugary. So it took me a while to reintroduce that again. I really only... I eat a lot of apples and I eat a lot of berries. Berries full of antioxidants. Yeah, we're really apples. into berries. Yeah. I love my yeah. berries. They're so good. And you put them in everything and anything. Yeah. I have them with a handful of nuts. Um, I mash them up and I make my own jam. I mean, there's so many things you can do sure. with it. Um, however, I don't go overboard on things like bananas and mangoes and pineapples. I have small bits of them, but they're still sugar, even though it's natural sugar. Yeah. So I just I always say to be slightly careful with the amounts of fruits. One of the problems I see nowadays is that these new juice bars and all of these healthy juice mm-hmm. places, um, people will be lining up outside and the ingredients are berries, banana, pineapple, honey, uh, coconut water, la 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 la, and it's just pure fruit. It has a lot of sugar in that. Right. It's a lot of sugar, right. and your body can't really distinguish. It, uh, of course, it's healthier for for you than manufactured sugar, but your body's re- physiological response to that right. sugar does the same thing as a physiological response to sugar, sugar, which is the spike and the crash, and the spike and the crash, and the spike is when insulin levels rise and and your body goes out of whack so okay. it's still a form of sugar okay and so uh, because we've we've had our um lovely rick hay who comes comes in our nutritionist and he talks a lot about the um, virtues of berries. Does so he? i was interested to see yes. that you, you you know we're all singing from the same sheet Good. here okay <laughs> with the berries so kind of moving it on a little bit now amanda what does being healthy really mean to you Um, Healthy to me, actually, interestingly, is more about a healthy mind than a healthy body because I don't genuinely don't believe you can have one without the other. And I think that if you have a healthy mind, that leads to a healthy body. And it goes back to exactly what we were talking about. It goes back to beating ourselves up. It goes back to not loving ourselves enough to give ourselves these foods. Um, It goes back to to general um, trying to do so much. I mean, there's a huge percentage of women who are depressed in this day 
and age. I don't remember the exact statistics, but it's pretty mm-hmm. high. Mm-hmm. And it's because we try to take on too much and we try to do the exercise, do the diet, uh, be the mom and then go to work. And and it's too much. So for me, I believe that a healthy lifestyle consists first and foremost of looking within yourself being healthy to be happy and then everything else slots into place because you will find an awful lot of people who who binge eat who have bad diets it stems from something emotional that they are unhappy within themselves and 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 i mean binge eating i mean or or not even eating um all of yeah because there is is that there's two extremes absolutely and you know i'm all about i've I've become quite a fan of this phrase strong not skinny and fit not thin and I, i want to reiterate that you know skinny as in trying to be something you're not yeah there are skinny thin women who are naturally skinny and thin and that's fantastic yeah. we d- we don't ever use the words skinny or yeah. thin we always slim slim exactly and i yeah because it does feel it feels awkward to say yeah. skinny or thin. thin doesn't sound healthy it, it doesn't it doesn't and and i i reiterate it all the time when i talk about fit not thin or strong not skinny it is mm. about being empowered and being strong not someone you're not supposed to be. No. I mean, women are literally killing themselves to be thin. Yeah. I, the anorexic girls that I speak to, you know, are battling over, should I have a slice of apple or cucumber? And, and then I decided not to have either because I just thought I couldn't yeah. bear the calorie. And yeah. um, you know this, and you've spoken to a lot of women with, with food issues. It mm. is, it's, it's a mental disease. And overcoming that side of it is the first step to a healthy body and once people have overcome that and i know for a lot of people when they're going through it they feel totally disempowered they feel as if nothing ever's going to change there is help out there absolutely and you know people like us can help if only people ask the question and just you know well that's it and that's another being judged it's it's about getting help oh my gosh it's not and that's why I came out and talked about it um like I said I didn't specifically have any food disorder per se but it was a mixture of everything Mm. and I talked about it because I thought if there's one woman or man that I could reach out to and help because I've been through those painful moments well job done you know yeah. and um i've created um a protein website actually that it's not it's funny because there's this whole big hullabaloo about this other protein brand you know the whole sure. thing that they were saying are you beach body ready etc um and what we did was what i wish was available to me when i was going through all of this it's called element and it's we are an online support member system for women and you get supplied your protein powder but there are three types because we don't believe that one type fits all there's earth woman fire woman uh, water woman depending on what woman you are the protein is tailored to you but the most important part of it is that we have an online support system right. so you get your protein for for earth girls it's vegan and it's just another way to get their protein so we've got um within our support group We've got a lot of people now mm. who've overcome their weight issues, overcome their food issues, and are now slim fit. They're getting healthier, and they're getting into exercising yes. more. And we've got one particular group I'm thinking of who have started running. Amazing. Uh, just uh, just for yeah. fun. And some of them are using the uh, NHS Couch to 5K. Right. App, and they're starting Brilliant. right from basics, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Some of them have got, gone on, um, our lovely Joe Gennari, uh, Deb Steele, 
and uh, Adele Chaplin, they're doing park runs, they're doing Fantastic. 10Ks, they're doing, uh, I mean, uh, Joe Springs to my, she's <laughs> run the Paris Marathon now, you know, she she's running all Amazing. over the place and spreading the easy lost word for us. So with something like your um, element yeah. products, would they be helpful to people with very athletic... Absolutely. So um, there's fire, earth and water. And fire girls, I would describe as someone like me who goes to the gym, I lift weights, I do cardio, um, my diet's in pretty good check, but I want to you know, have the right source of protein to give me more energy in the morning and then I want something after the gym um, which is going to satisfy my protein uh, fix, which obviously protein after a workout rebuilds your muscles, the amino acids, etc., and it's for people that have busy lives. So that's that's for fire. Um, then your earth are for vegan women who it's very difficult for vegan women to get those sources of protein because it's it's much more limited than than um, carnivorous ladies. Um, and then you have water, which are women who probably don't have a gym membership who really kind of want to get back into it they used to be fit or they've never been fit and they want to lose weight they want to tone up and it's the particular protein for them is that it stops them snacking it gives them more energy for longer and then we supply teas and we supply multivits but again I say the most important part of this is the online support system so we have gurus we have um, NLP coaches we have exercise tips nutrition tips um, we have makeup artists we have um, dietary exercise Examples. We are always on hand. So we're not this this kind of brand that goes, here's a protein and you do what you want with it. For me, it's all about having your hand held because I never had that. I was just, you know, reading something in a magazine that said on the cover, lose seven pounds in seven days. Oh, mm. my God. God, if I read that one more time. Yeah. And so the, it's and then all you turn to the page of the magazine, which tells you eat a, an egg at breakfast, oh, honestly. and an egg at lunch, and an egg at dinner, These and a slice of grapefruit. Magazines <laughs> have so much to account for. They really do. Um, and... You know, as a buyer of, I used to be a buyer of these magazines, you'd look at it and, and in my days when I cared about that stuff, I would go, oh, okay, that's seven pounds in seven days, let's do that. It's, it's, it's horrendous. I mean, it sh- they sh- these words should be banned from the covers of magazines. Absolutely. You know, how to get a body like Angelina Jolie in three days. Well, you're not Angelina Jolie. <laughs> she, no one's ever going to have her body but All her. that much money to get All that, that body. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, maybe she just eats normally. And, you know, she or probably, maybe she doesn't. Who knows? She probably just eats like a naturally I, slim na- person. Exactly. That's it. One thing um, I know that... Uh, you were very kind and you did tweet about our Sugar Stop app. Yes. And I know you're as passionate as uh, ours about oh. getting sugar out oh. of our diets. Um, so before we close today, because I'm very aware oh. I'm taking up a lot of your time. No, I love um, talking oh, to you. Oh, bless you. Well, could I ask you to come in again I'm when, already when here we can all be here? Because yes. I know James would absolutely love to meet you and, and hear some absolutely. of your ideas. And, you know, I'm sure we're going to get lots and lots of questions from our listeners. So it's if it's OK with you, Amanda, I'd like to, um, you know, if people want to send a question in for you, if they send Perfect. it to info at Easy Loss, and I'll put them all in a document and send them over to you. And Amazing. Then if you'd I like to answer them, we'll get the answers. Yes. Uh, in another podcast that would be absolutely Perfect. wonderful but um just uh, briefly talking about the sugar because i know that's something that we, we both really I'm are very passionate, passionate about. about it it is the equivalent of cocaine isn't i was it? just going to say it's just it, 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 no, it, it literally is it the the mental and physiological i say that word because uh, a few times because it's it needs to be drilled home that the body is a machine 
and and it has re- physiological responses to certain substances like caffeine, like uh, sugar. And what it does is the exact same effect on the brain, the hypothalamus, the entire body as cocaine. Okay. It is a drug uh, of sorts, but it's a cheap, readily available drug. It's addictive. Um, and this is why people say, I, ju- I just don't know why I can't give it up yeah. because it's addictive. And there's lots of help out there, again, to get you off the sugar fix. Uh, the Sugar Stop app is fantastic. I loved it. You know, it's it's genius. It's absolutely brilliant. And it's an easy way to just to get to that to point. To get to that point. And there are so many alternatives. I mean, there's um, xylitol, which is a natural sugar substitute. Um, there are things like Palmera Jaggery, which is a beautiful um, powdered, like Incan powder. It's super sweet and lovely. Um, there are things like maca and lucuma superfoods, which are really, really sweet. Some taste malty. The other taste just kind of like a sweet kick. Yeah. It's just about switching it up. It's about Doesn't have getting... to be the white crystal stuff. No, but xylitol looks exactly like the okay. white crystally stuff it looks and tastes exactly the same okay i might get you to just drop that down for me and i will put yes of all course. this information on, <laughs> on our, our show notes thank you so so oh, much for coming so in today i want to also thank the guys at body and balance for helping us out because james wasn't here with the technology i can't be trusted to push a button <laughs> you Trust and me both on this one. And i hope you boys body press, and balance press. have um, been absolutely tremendous in helping us out today so, so they press you. play and record at the same time yeah we got a nod thank you Amanda for coming in it's been an absolute delight to meet you I can't wait till the next time and I'm sure we'll have loads more um, questions I will post links up to your uh, Twitter and your other website on the show notes yes actually and I've started a new YouTube channel where I've now and we can talk about this the next time I've done 15 minute workouts that you can do at home and you don't need a gym wonderful Uh, it's a date we will get a date in the diary when we can all be here because I know Sig would love to meet you as well brilliant and um, we'll get a date in the diary and we'll all get back together again. So for today, thank you, Amanda Byron, very much for coming thank in. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Thank you all for listening. If you've enjoyed the podcast today, please, please share it with your friends. You can do that on your iPhone by just um, clicking the little button on the uh, top uh, right-hand side. Still haven't had anyone tell me how to do it on an Android device yet, <laughs> but I'm sure if I keep asking, somebody will. For this episode thank you so much and it's bye from amanda bye and it's bye-bye from me you've been listening to the easy loss weight loss show remember to press the subscribe button to get regular podcast updates and if you've enjoyed this show remember to share it with your friends thanks for listening